0: This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Today we're talking about book cover stuff, fun stuff, but I just want to catch you up to speed, guys. It's been a hectic week. I think I said that on the last episode, but apparently when it rains, it pours, um, and I think I'm learning as I continue to move forward as a full-time mom and a full-time business owner and an author and a book coach and a podcaster, etc. that this is my new normal and that all of us as women, we wear all the hats and we do all the things, and is it balanced? No. But being able to push through hard times and come out stronger the other side, I believe, is one of our superpowers. So to let you in on what I just went through this past weekend, my little three-nager, my three-year-old son Gavin, he had a cold and really rapidly it progressed into literally him not being able to breathe. I mean, he was having a little trouble breathing before he went to bed one night and then he woke up in the middle of the night and he was just gasping for air. He couldn't even talk. Like he tried to say ma ma and it could barely come out. He couldn't yawn, he couldn't cry and it was really scary. So of course my husband and I drove him to the Phoenix Children's Hospital and we went to the ER there. We ended up spending 10 hours there. We went through, you know, like multiple rounds of breathing treatments, albuterol And then we did like a steroid, a liquid steroid to help his lungs clear up and open up so that he could breathe better. And of course, whenever you're in a hospital, even though it's really scary, you also have a lot of downtime and he's all hooked up to the monitors and he's, you know, watching minions on the TV and I'm on my phone and I happen to scroll on Instagram and I came across a post by Ryan Holiday, who is an author as well. If you don't know who Ryan Holiday is, he has written several books about stoicism, which I think is really cool because he took like this ancient philosophy and brought it mainstream to the market. And my husband's a big fan of him. And my husband doesn't have Instagram. So I was scrolling and I was, I was reading a post that he had. It was about the 50 short rules to a better life. And one of those rules was you should have kids. And I'm sitting there in the hospital looking over to my right to my husband who's asleep because he's exhausted. It's like 4 a.m. I'm looking to my left to my little guy who is just hooked up to all the monitors and my stress levels are totally high. And I'm thinking to myself, this is like really stressful. And it's funny because I looked at the comments for this post and it said, why would you tell people to have kids? There was like a lot of pushback in the comment section. Why would you tell people to have kids? Kids are just difficult. Kids are stressful. And it was in that moment that I had this sort of reminder that yes, having kids is stressful. And I know that I'm not alone in the ups and downs that I go through with my own kid. I know that if you're a mom, you know what it's like. You know, we all have our things that we're going through. And a quote that I always revisit is, no pressure, no diamonds no pressure, no diamonds. You know, we get stronger, we get better because of the difficult things we go through. And I think that's what Ryan Holiday was trying to get at was that, you know, you you have a better life because you have a more, more fulfilled life. Yes, you have the downs, but the ups are much stronger when you have the kids, right? And I bring this up with you on the podcast here as we jump off because it's the same thing with your book. If writing a book was easy, if putting out your book into the world was easy, every single person would do it. You know, all of my clients at some point or another want to throw in the towel. They may not outright say it, but you know, I'm getting the emails from them at 3am, I can't sleep, or I'm getting a text message like I can't do this. And they all say that it's harder than they expected. But they all feel immense gratification afterwards. Again, no pressure no diamonds. So I bring this up for you because I want you to know that if you're feeling like that at this moment, like if you're feeling like I can't do this, this is too hard. I just want to watch Summer House, which just debuted and I can't wait to watch that on my DVR side note. But uh, you know, if you're thinking that, then just know that it's the hard things that you absolutely have to do because it's what's going to make you a better, more fulfilled, stronger person on the other side. So Keep going. Trust the process. You are stronger than you think. Again, no pressure, no diamonds. So speaking of a tough process and your book, let's talk about your book cover because it is tough to select a book cover for yourself. And this week, we're going to dive into a frequent question I get about book covers for those that are using their book to build their brand and business aka author entrepreneurs like you and me. So I get this question, should you, the author, put yourself on your book cover? Or I guess if I'm getting the question, it's, hey, Jessica, should I put myself on the book cover? So here's my answer. Drum roll, please. Da, 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 da. No, you shouldn't. Well, okay. Asterisk above the no. Let me be specific. Nine times out of 10, I don't advise putting yourself on the cover. So let's back up a bit. Let's address the true purpose of your book cover. And that is the purpose of your book cover is to get the interest, right? Really two pivot points. Your first pivot point is you want to be interested in your book enough based off your book cover to click through. So let's say they're searching for something on Amazon. They come across your book and they go, huh, that looks interesting. You want them to click, right? That's the first important conversion point. And then the second conversion point or pivot point is you want your book cover to get the purchase right? So not just the interest, what is this all about? But also, oh, maybe this could help me, or maybe I would like this book. And then they actually decide to add to cart and buy your book. So when it comes to you on your book cover, think there's one really big thing to remember. And that is that You know, we all say we shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but people judge a book by its cover when it's actually your book. And the issue with having you on your book is people are judging your book by what they see in you. Let me repeat that. If you put yourself on your book cover, they're judging your book by what they see in you, by the judgments they make about you, by what you look like. I hate to say it, but it's true. And I don't mean whether you're attractive or unattractive. I mean, they look at you and they think, can I relate to this person? And they think, is this person, does this person get me? Does this person know the struggles I've been through? And. Can this person actually help me? And if they see in you something that's different from them, they're going to think, no, this person knows nothing about me. Maybe if you are really attractive, they're going to use that against you, right? They're going to think this person's had pretty privilege. They can't help me out. They can't. I can't relate to them. And that is not going to work in your favor. So there's three reasons why I advise not to put yourself on your book cover. That first reason is exactly what I just explained. People judge your book by you. If you put yourself on the cover, then they're not judging your book by the title or by the subtitle, by the promises that you're giving. They're not judging it by the fonts or anything else you have in, on your cover. They ju- they're judging it by you. Now, is there an exception to this rule? Yes, there is. In fact, I think that when you have something super niche, uh, which your book should be, because every micro book should be, and every author entrepreneur should be trying to go as niched down as possible, but let me use an exact example here. When I was breastfeeding, I remember searching for books about breastfeeding, and I came across a book where the woman was breastfeeding her twins on the cover, and I thought, huh, this is really interesting. I'm going to click through because you know that's an image that you don't see a lot. That is a great example of putting yourself on a cover in a way that will help with those two pivot or conversion points. It will help get the click and hopefully will help get the purchase. But in every other circumstance... Again, you don't want people to judge your book by you. Now, the second reason why I don't think that you should put yourself on your cover is because there's an opportunity cost. If you put yourself on your cover, then you're losing out on the opportunity to put something else on there, right? Something eye-catching, an image that someone connects with, some sort of symbolism, right? Something you are losing when you put yourself on is the other thing that your book cover could have been. Now, I want for you for a minute to think about all of your favorite book covers, not your favorite books. I don't want you to think about the favorite books that you read recently or your favorite books of all time. Think about books that you've seen on shelves. Think about books that you've Have caught your eye on Amazon. Heck, if you want, take a moment this afternoon or evening and scroll through Amazon and look at books and think about which ones catch your eye. I'm going to bet that again, nine times out of 10, it's not a person that is catching your eye. It's something else about the cover. It's again, a bolded font, it's a cool symbolism, or you know, something else, right? I saw a cover recently that had like a a unique emoji. like It wasn't an actual emoji that exists inside of your phone. It was one that had been altered. And it was eye-catching. For me, I was like, huh, that works. So that's the second reason. The third reason why I don't think you should put yourself on your cover is because you want to be thinking about the longevity of your book. And the reality is, is that we all are aging as much as I'd like to deny that I'm getting more wrinkles by the day, but we're all aging, we're all changing, right? And you don't want your book to be a mismatch of you and your branding, especially if your business is based off of your teaching and your strategies, right? So, thinking about 10, 20, 30 years down the line, I know for myself, I, I told my husband recently, I wanna start wearing glasses. I really like Mel Robbins and the way she wears glasses. So, you know, eventually I like that. I think it looks really smart. I like that women, uh, you know, decide to take on little tokens and, uh, kind of adjust their looks as they as they age and uh, I want to do the same thing you know I don't want to look the same as I move into my 40s and my 50s and my 60s and I get older as I did in my 20s I just don't like it'd be amazing but that's just not how the world works right so that's a silly example me wanting to wear glasses but I want you to think about okay if I want this book to outlive today and to outlive you know five ten years from now you have to think about how you're going to change moving forward. So that's the three reasons. Now, I want to bring up the fact that big name publishers, they know the risk and reward of putting a person on a book cover. Because you might be saying, Jessica, this is all great, but what about so-and-so? She was on the cover. Or what about this big celebrity? She was on the cover. Well, my point is exactly. Celebrities and people with large followings, yes, they go on the covers because that's what's selling the book. It's not the actual teachings of the book that's selling the book. The person is selling the book. So that's why with big name book deals that you hear about or big name publishers and you see a person on the cover you <laughs> they're very strategic whether they decide to put someone on a cover. I think Kara Allwell is a really great example of someone. I bring her up a lot because I think she's a great example of someone that's amazing in the self-publishing world. She's prolific at writing. And she did get a traditional book deal with Penguin Random House. And they put her on the cover because that was part of the reason that she got the book deal because she had built up this large following. And that was her only book that had her on the cover, which was Like She Owns the Place. And then after she finished up that book deal and she decided to self-publish because because she likes self-publishing. She didn't put herself on the cover because she knows the the risk and the reward with putting yourself on the cover. Again, you're risking you know, scaring people off with yourself on the cover, whereas you're gaining people in with a great cover. You're sort of drawing them in. And then I think it's important to point out also... Marie Forleo. She's amazing. Of course, you're if you're in the entrepreneur space, you know Marie Forleo. You know her saying everything is figureoutable. That's her book. That's the book that I think became a number one New York Times bestseller. But what's interesting here is she was on the cover for Everything is Figureoutable here in the US, here in North America, but everywhere else, all of the outside the North America territories, it wasn't her. So it was just Everything is Figureoutable. And then I think it was like an orange on the cover. I have to look it up. But that should tell you that even though she's such a big name, the publishing house knew that eh, there's a risk with putting her on the cover because she isn't as big outside of these domestic territories. And then finally, Amy Porterfield, love her, love her podcast. You know, her and I are besties. She just doesn't know it yet. But uh, you know, she isn't on the cover for her upcoming book, Two Weeks Notice. And again, we have to look at these as strategic moves by not only her, the author, but also the publishing house. Believe me, if the publishing house wanted her on there because they knew it would boost sales, they would put her on there. But she's not, so we should take that as a hint that you know there is a risk and reward, even with someone as big. As her, So I think that's just important to keep in mind. So as we close up this episode, I want to address the little asterisk I gave, right? Where I said, nine times out of 10, I don't advise you to put yourself on your book cover. But what about that one time, like that one out of 10 times? When is a good example of when you should put yourself on your book cover? So there's two things I'll say here. The first thing is, you know, <laughs> I've had a handful of clients come to me and say, I really want to put myself on my book cover. And I would share with them exactly what I shared with you here in this episode. And most of them will say, you're right, Jessica. I don't want to put myself on the cover, but I have had a few say, you know what, Jessica? I've always dreamed of having my book, having myself on the cover and my book dream will not be fulfilled, will not be, will not have come true unless I actually have myself on the cover. And for that, I say, have at it girlfriend if this is your dream to have yourself on the cover how can I compete with that I could bring up all the statistics in the world and if that doesn't match up with what you see in your heart then go for it right so that's the first one time out of ten the other one is if you know that you are going to move forward super heavy into personal branding I'm talking lots of videos lots of you in the forefront of things you know maybe your book you're seeing yourself kick off with your book at a speak event and you're picturing your book at every single seat where every single attendee gets it and they're seeing you up on stage and you really want your face to be everywhere tied in with the teachings of your book, then that's another example of where I would give the thumbs up for putting yourself on your cover. But if you don't see that, and if you feel like you resonate with the reasons that I gave here, then there is a happy compromise, and that is putting yourself on the back cover of your book. So when you flip over on the paperback, it's your back cover blurb, and then there's a beautiful picture of you. Because that way, you're getting, in my mind, the best of both worlds. You're getting the great eye-catching cover that's going to get people interested. And then when they see the book and they're sort of clicking through on the look inside on Amazon, or if they're looking at your book in physical form at a bookstore, then they're flipping over to the back and they're seeing you as well, right? So they're getting both, best of both worlds. That's what I like to do. That's what I advise my clients to do. And you, again, want to let your book be sold based on what's inside. You know, let your stories and your struggles that you share, let the strategies and the teaching that you provide, let those shine through. Let the title, the subtitle, the promises that you're making to the potential reader, let those shine as someone's looking at your book. But above all else, remember that when you write your story, you change the world. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur podcast. You listen to the podcast. Now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best selling book. And if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business, or even start one from scratch. Check it out out at co slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the author entrepreneur podcast.